Welcome to another episode of the Sports Nook, where we talk to exceptional athletes, learn about different sports and their journeys to representing the Philippines locally and internationally. My name is Mike Valera. And my name is Issa Chong. In case you missed it, we had downhill skateboarder and 2019 SEA Games gold medalist Jaime Delange on the show to teach us the basics of his sport and share with us the stories of his grind that was uh, last Saturday. The episode, the full episode rather, is on our Facebook and Spotify, the Sports Nook PH. Aside from that, parts of the episode will also air on Q8105 as well, so make sure to tune in. We're excited to learn more about another sport and, of course, another athlete today. The sport we're talking about is archery. Fortunately, Issa and I have a guest athlete to help us out and tell us her experiences as well. At the age of 22, oh my goodness, as a member of the Philippines archery team, she has won a handful of competitions in her very young career and has most notably won gold, the first Filipina actually, at the 2019 Indoor Archery World Series for the Compound Women category last November in Macau, China. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrea Robles. Hi, guys. Hi, Andrea. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. And thanks for making the time to join us today. Now, first and foremost, we'd like to know how has the quarantine been treating you? Been good. Um, been trying to keep myself productive. I'm still, I'm still training every day and wow. this quarantine i started helping with helping my dad out with this business so mm-hmm. just trying to keep myself busy and with a routine so yeah. how have you been able to train considering everything going on with the pandemic do you have your own range you can go to yeah we ha- i have my own private range in our family lot so i have a 50 meter wow. range that, where i can train you know, safely by myself so yeah yeah uh, training by yourself and I'll say enough. Yeah, isolation. <laughs> but, um, throughout this quarantine, have you uh, discovered any uh, se- secret hidden talents of yours? Or may mga bagong hobbies ka ba? Well, not really talents, but I've been taking like online classes, online courses. So awesome. that's what I've been trying to do to keep myself learning. Nice. Grabe. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, okay, I mean, like, not long physical training might even training the brain. I know. <laughs> Thank you for setting a good example for the youth, Andrea. Amazing job. You know, yeah. We're excited to know a lot about you. Uh, but of course, we're also very excited to learn about your sport as well. Uh, because to be honest with you, the most we know about archery, Issa and I, are mostly from movies. Uh, my personal favorite is The Lord of the Rings with Legolas. I also like The Hunger Games too. Wow, meron ano Robin Hood, Mike, and Brave, diba? So which is why we are grateful to have our very own Merida. Wow, Andrea here to help <laughs> us out. Um, let's get to the first part of the show called The Layman's Nook. All right, so one of the, our goals here on the Sportsnet PH is really try to enlighten people about specific sports. And who better to learn it from than from an amazing athlete like yourself. So if a casual sports fan approached you who knows nothing about the technicalities of archery, how would you explain it to them, maybe in just a couple of sentences? Okay, so in essence, archery is about using a bow and your arrow to... Um, to shoot towards the target and hit the 10. Yeah. So that's basically archery. It's simply put, no? 
You nailed it. You nailed it. I know. <laughs> you know that that's something that uh, we know also from movies as well. And then now, parang it's being verified by a world class athlete <laughs> like Andrea. Yeah, but, it's, a, it's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah, but Champer, we have to dive deeper into archery. Then I uh, I heard that there are about two three events under competitive archery. Um, can you tell us about them? So for target archery, there. Three categories. So there's bare bow, recurve, and compound. So the bare bow is you, uh, you use a a bare bow. So it's basically a bow that doesn't have any sight, doesn't have an arrow rest, doesn't have weight. So it's just you and the bow and your skill, your own skill. Yeah. For recurve, um, that's that's the category that's included in the in the Olympics. So it, uh, it's it's a bare bow, but plus the sight and the arrow rest and the weights. So it's yeah. a lot more like um, it's meant to shoot longer distances because in recurve you shoot 70 meters, and for compound it's a more technical kind of bow. So it has a cam and pulley system, and for okay. compound we shoot 50 meters. So it's um it's probably difficult to specialize in all three i'd imagine someone like you as a world-class athlete has to dedicate her time in just one particular category i've always wondered too like maybe with you or with anybody else how does one decide which track to pursue i think it's all about where you're more drawn to where which which category you're more interested in so some people are more naturally interested in recurve some are more interested in verbal and compound so for me personally I was more drawn to compound, so that's where I, that's where I, but that's what I pursued. Is it all about uh, the differences between the three categories? Is it more of the arrow lang, or is it also the technique that you use, the strategies that you use, or? Um, well, it's more of the, because in essence, right, it's basically shooting. Uh, an arrow with a bow. So that's yes. the basic thing. But the main difference is the what kind of bow you use okay. and, and the distance that you want to shoot. Because, yeah, um, for bare bow, it's more shorter distances. And oh. for recurve, it's yeah, 70. And, and for compound, it's 50 meters. So they also use okay. different kinds of um, targets, different sizes mm -hmm. of target paper. So it's really more in which... which category which kind of yeah. discipline you're more drawn to okay i think gets gonna mike <laughs> and you know what it do for audiences out there it's not just what we see in movies it's actually a serious serious sport <laughs> yeah. um so we also like to know andrea how is scoring done for archery okay so basically um scoring so we have the target and there's mm -hmm. the, there's uh, rings in the target. So there's the ten ring, there's the X ring, the ten ring, the nine ring, eight, seven, six, and so on. So yeah. the target is to hit the X and the ten ring. Okay. So the total score for archery is seven hundred twenty points. So mm -hmm. how that works in competitions? So we have the qualifying round and the Olympic round. So the qualifying round is the ranking round. So yeah. all archers shoot at the same time in the same line. And we all have four minutes, a four-minute time limit to shoot. Okay. So, uh, we shoot in that four minutes. We shoot six arrows at a time, and we do that six times, two and and two rounds. So that's a total Ooh. of seventy-two arrows. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's an arm. <laughs> Char. Yeah. But 
Yeah, there's a time limit pala. Gawai. Yeah. Well, it does seem very physically straining. And I guess one has <laughs> to wonder, how does someone prepare in terms of training yeah. for something like that? I think it's just tra- shooting, shooting as much as you can. And at the, at, if you can't, I mean, it's if you can allot three, three, six hours a day for it, then that's great. But oh. it's really about the consistency of doing it every day. Even if you can, if you can only allot an hour for it every day, that's yeah. already good, as long as you're doing it consistently. Do you also allot like strength and conditioning training to uh, complement? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's a big help because I've been ever since I started. Um, competitive archery like my dad told me okay if you want to get better you really have to work on your physical side apart from your yeah yeah your like archery technical um, skill side so early on he my dad already told me that he already convinced me that i have to start working out i have to go get a, um, a, a personal trainer to help me with my with the muscles that i need to develop for the sport so yeah and Obviously, no. Your your dad was also an athlete. Uh, yeah. In my understanding, did you come from a family of athletes? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So my so... my dad was in the national team for swimming, and my mom mm-hmm. was in the badminton team for so, for, nice. for national team. Yeah. Nope. So... For the kids, no. <laughs> right. We don't have to be Olympic level athletes. It's all right. You know, Given lucky the... for the, uh, you, you achieve very similar accomplishments to your parents. I, I'm curious yeah. too, um, aside from the training range, since it's a family of athletes, do you also guys, do you guys also have a home gym? Yeah, we invested in our own equipment. So all of us in the family work out. We, we all keep ourselves active. Nice. So yeah, it's also been a, like a family bonding thing that we're, we all get to work out together. So it's really, it keeps us um, a close family. It's our, it's our special activity to do together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more question: Do you do you accept uh, strangers to go into your home gym and work out? <laughs> oh, not now. But after this not COVID now. thing is over, sure. Fitness buff, then palasy Mike. I almost forgot. <laughs> but yeah, aside from uh, strength physically, Andrea, we can imagine that the sport of archery also requires extreme focus, precision, and control. So, how does one? Uh, train those skills or hone those skills it takes a lot of practice because aside from when you're training aside from working on your physical side you also have to practice your mental side like you have to practice how to focus how to you know like keep like not get distracted by everything that's going on around you so that's also something that you have to work on every day i agree and uh, you, you, you did mention there are so many other things you have to take into account to be good at this sport. Uh, what do you consider as other factors that one might need to, con- to think about if they want to get into this sport competitively? I think the most important thing is if you are willing to dedicate the time for it, the time and the effort to really prepare yourself for, to be at a competitive level. Because you really have to dedicate the time. Because it's it's a repetitive sport, so you have yeah. to. It's something that you do repetitively. You have to gain that muscle memory, and yeah, that's something that's really important to do things consistently every every time. Yeah, that's very good advice. And also, when it comes to archery, the way I think about it is the outcome 
is usually unexpected when it comes to a sport like this. Correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> considering there's a target, is it? Yeah, there's a target. Yeah, um, so is it um, unexpected, the outcome every time, or? Um, well, yeah, in a way, yeah, because like a lot of, I have, I've had a, quite a number of competitions where I didn't expect yeah. the outcome for it. Like there's some that I did that I, I prepared so much for and then I I I unfortunately didn't do well that day. So mm-hmm. and there are also tournaments that I didn't expect to win. Yeah. So yeah. The, the outcomes really differ and it's it's that's one of the what's it's what makes the sport exciting. Yeah. I was just yeah. gonna say that that's actually nerve wracking but at the same time exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, also a lot of people do archery as a recreational activity as far as I know, but how easy or how hard is it for someone to get into it competitively? Um, not that hard because if, re- if you really enjoy the sport and, yeah. you, then, and, you, and you enjoy shooting um, like every day, then it's not that hard to get into it competitively. Cool. As far as I know, I don't know, Mike, but for other sports, it feels like some you really have to have started training for a long, long time prior yeah. to uh, joining competitively. Most, uh, most of the athletes we interviewed you know, really had yeah. to start at a young age. And you I, know, I, I get it too. Yeah. That year of training, it's, it's a big, substantial mm-hmm. advantage. Yeah, I think it is an advantage to start at a young age, but yeah. for archery, it's not. I mean, even if you start a bit on a bit late, it's not. It doesn't mean you can't you can't be competitive or you can't be really good at it. Yeah. So that's one of the good things about archery. You can really start at any age. You can keep yeah, shooting so at cool. no matter how old you get. So, yeah. All right, yeah. guys, you heard her. It's not too late to start. Yeah. So I guess. I know. <laughs> Uh, where and how would you recommend a beginner to train? Well, there are a lot of ranges around. Um, there's one in, in there's there's one in Mega Mall. Um, there's mm. one in there's some in Mandaluyong, and I think in Paranaque also. Yeah. And I'm not sure if they're open since this quarantine, but yeah. once they do, I recommend to go for it, go try it. And uh, maybe to provide some context to people too, on average, how much do the equipment like usually range around, on depend on the cost of it? Well, um, at the beginner level, starting with it, usually when you try archery at a at a range, there you can usually rent a bow. So, so when you start archery, when you when you when you're learning the basics of it, you can still you can just rent a bow from the yeah. from the where you're training at. But if you wanna have your own equipment, um, it depends whether you wanna go for recurve and compound. So usually, I can't pinpoint. I can't say the exact amount because I'm not sure for recurve. But for compound, um, you starter bows for compound are usually like thirty to forty thousand. <gasps> yeah, so it's a big investment <laughs> at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that starting investment can really last you a long time so oh my i can imagine so i'm sure that's a worthwhile investment yeah no i know it looks it looks amazing it looks amazing like so much fun to do 
And mm-hmm. to be honest, if a zombie apocalypse, it seems pretty practical <laughs> to learn how to play bow and arrow. I've been curious too. Like, how, how how many times can you use a specific arrow? Is it like one time and then it's done, or can you keep reusing it? No, no, you can keep reusing it because when you buy a set of arrows, it's usually uh, you usually buy a dozen, so mm-hmm. a set of twelve arrows. So you use that when you shoot, and then uh, you retrieve every time. Yeah. Every after you finish your set, and usually that set could last you two years, depending on how much you shoot. Yeah. But it, okay. it, it lasts a pretty long time. Yeah, it does. Two years is good, no? So um, yeah, now that we understand uh, more or less, Andrea, the sport of archery, we're gonna move on to the next part of the show where we're gonna get to know our guest athlete more. Uh, this next segment is called the athlete's note. All right. The first thing we'd like to know, Andrea, is, of course, how did you get started with this sport? I'm very curious to know because we have gathered that you actually started this sport late, if I'm not mistaken. So how did that come about? Yeah, I, so I started when I was 15, and it was just like, I don't know, I just woke up one day and was like, I think I want to try archery. <laughs> so, so like... I mean, it's just, just a sudden thought in my head. So, like, I went to my dad and, like, Dad, I, I want to try archery. He's like, huh? Where do you? Oh. So, so, he said, okay, uh, try to research on where you can find find a place to learn it. So, I did. And then we found a place in Mandaluyong. So, we went there and we enrolled in, in summer classes there. So, you really wanted to try it now? Parang ganun. It started like yeah. that. Oh, nice. yeah, just came out of the blue. I don't know where it came from. Yeah, yeah. But uh, have you done any other sport prior to that? Yeah, be- uh, before that, I was doing so when I was a kid, I did swimming and then I did yeah. badminton. And yeah. then I was actually um, doing badminton when I was starting archery. So oh, for yeah. a time, I was juggling both sports. So yeah. I would do like that summer, I, I tried archery. I was, doing, um, I was doing badminton three times a week and then archery. So there three times a week and then so I was juggling both. Yeah. And then eventually my dad told me that okay, you have to you have to choose which one you want to focus on. So I chose yeah. archery. Yeah. Cool. So uh, what was for you the turning point in your life? Nung nag-decide ka na, na you wanted to pursue competitive archery and uh, actually represent the country internationally, which is a lot on your shoulders. <laughs> I think I really enjoyed the sport like I really, I was, I was looking forward to every training day, and then, and then I realized that maybe, like, I can, maybe I can get to that competitive level. Maybe yeah. I can work hard and and get to that level. So that really became my motivation to to train harder and awesome. join. I started with local with local um, competitions before I I did international. So that's that's. Um, what got me really excited to to see what where, where, where archery can take me. Yeah. It's definitely well-deserved too. Um, when did you start competing from the local to the international scene? And maybe you can share a little bit too on how you ended up making the national team. Um, so I started archery when I was tw- when, uh, in 2013. Yeah. And then I started... Well, locally, like joining local shoots, like twenty fourteen, I think, and then twenty fifteen, like that was around, 
yeah, early 2015, my coach said, okay, we have a, there's a tournament that's going to happen in Bangkok, which is the Asia Cup. So the, the national team is going to be sent there. And then they're, they're allowing other archers to go with the, with the team. But it's going to be KKB. Yeah. And, you know, so you can, you can join the team, you can shoot there in the Asia Cup. So I was like, okay. So my dad said, okay, let's go. Let's go. Why not? It's, it sounds like a fun opportunity. So we did. And then that was my first international tournament. And I was the, I was the newbie there. I was the youngest one. I was the, mm -hmm. I was with veteran archers that time. And then um, in that tournament, I actually did quite well. And I made it to like, because in, in um, archery competitions, we have a, so we have the individual events and we have the team events. Yeah. So the team events is made up of uh, the top three from each team. Okay. So I did enough to, to become the third archer in that team. So that's, that was like my first um, time, like first rep, like, per, to, representation for the, yeah. the Philippines included in that team to, to represent the country in the team event. That's such a cool story for me, no? Because for the start of your journey, actually your entire journey, what it tells me is parang it gives people hope parin to do mm -hmm. sports like this, even competitively. And wala, parang feel ko it was, archery was really meant for you. <laughs> Nung pagkatapos mong ikwento yun. But yeah, it's, it's nice to know that people can start archery at whatever age. It's never too yeah. late. Never too yeah. late, yeah. But Based on your timeline, if my understanding was correct, you started competing around 2013. And then you also started uh, going to university in Ateneo, uh, which you just graduated last year, around 2015. How would you say the experience was being a student athlete, like juggling both your sport and your studies too? Uh, it was a challenge, of course, because I had to... Um, it, it really took a lot of time management. I had to adjust my classes yeah. to be able to fit in the, the training time and the, and the travel time between going to school mm -hmm. and going to the range, and with the traffic in, in Katipuna. And it was, it was, it really took the right timing to fix my schedule. And a big thing with it was my love for the sport that I didn't want to let it go, and also me not wanting to let my education go as well. So it really took a lot of commitment to juggle both. So, yeah. I can imagine management as a very difficult course. I can never, I can never even imagine myself as a student athlete talaga. I, I feel I would have failed miserably at the student <laughs> part of it kasi ang saya mag-sports. But yeah, so really kudos to you talaga. And uh, also, just a few months after your graduation, Andrea, you already went on to competing competing abroad and you snagged gold at the 2019 Indoor Archery World Series or you won over a world championship runner-up uh, Paige Pierce Gore from the US yeah. um, 141 to 135 and in the semi-finals you beat top seed Sarah Priels from um, Belgium just by one point, 146 to 145. So how was that like? And can you walk us through that experience? Okay, so that was in the, so I explained the qualification round earlier. So the Olympic yeah. round is the elimination part of it. Naman. 
So for after the ranking, you compete based on your ranking. So like rank one would go against the last rank, rank two would go around second to the last. So it was like that. And in that tournament, I was rank fourth in the qualifying round. So I, in the first round, I went against um, an archer from Macau. But then for some reason, she, she didn't show up. So I, I passed that round and then I went on to competing against someone, an archer from Australia. Mm. So I won that round and then I went on the, I went on to the semifinals, which was against Sarah Priels from Belgium. And then that match was, I was, I was nervous about that match because I, I, I knew her name. Like she's, she's a, she has, she's like a known uh, archer abroad in, in the world. So I was nervous and excited to be going against her. Someone like a great, a, a famous archer like her. So it was a really close match throughout. Um, I was leading by, um, I think, I think I was leading by two points throughout, and then in the fourth end we tied, so the, like the fifth end was really crucial, and then, so and then I I won, the last I won that round by one point, so that brought yeah. me to the finals against Paige Pierce score. That's awesome. I also wanted. I'm yeah. so curious. Are archery matches always that intense, or how intense does um, do archery matches actually get? Um, it's intense, but not like in a basketball kind of way where it's really loud and because <laughs> in archery it's yeah. intense in a silent way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in the. It's all in your head. <laughs> yeah. That's scary, yeah. <laughs> If I was in your position, I wouldn't know what I would do. I would start thinking things, doubting things. You know, it, yeah. for it to be to be so close against world class competition, you can't help but feel concerned. So, you know, most athletes we talk to, they have some sort of ritual or routine or tradition to prepare themselves mentally. Do you have any of those? Um, for me, I, I just try to zone in, like try to zone into myself, focus on on what I have to do, focus on the process, like remember my form, my technique, and just focus on that instead of trying to focus on, like, I want to win this match, I want to get the score. Yeah. Just focus on the process. So that's that's what I do before every match. And even during the match, I keep I try to keep that focus. If uh, you have, do you have any, like, mantra or anything that you keep in mind when you enter competitions like this? Because I can imagine it's, gotta be hard mentally also you know keeping focus like that um i guess what i try to tell myself is just to do your best yeah and like remind myself that i've done this so many times I've, it's it's because it's the same movement i've done this so many times in training and and you know i can do it again so I don't need to be nervous because I, I know how to do it. So yeah. and whatever whatever outcome, whatever whatever uh, outcome there is, it's it's not gonna like um, define me as a person. There's always gonna be some it, like maybe it's not my time yet. Maybe it is. Yeah, I don't know. So there's always gonna be something else. It, so yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. Whatever, no matter what aspect of your life, you gotta think of it that way. Eh? Na, you know, if something bad happens, if one door closes, another one will open. Yeah, stuff like that, exactly. which really helps, I can imagine, in competitions like that. Yeah. 
I love your mindset. I, I think it, this really shows too why you excelled as an athlete. Like coming into it with that perspective, I definitely, yeah. you know, helps. And you've been doing sports uh, for a long time. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, aside from archery, you also did badminton and swimming. And unlike those sports, I heard that archery is actually a sport where men and women are arguably on equal footing. What are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I think it's one of yeah, it's one of the few sports that are more equal between men and women. Like there's like the women can always outscore the men. There's no because it's not like a physical sport. It's really all in your skill. So there's no, it's like there's no advantage whether you're, you're, you're um, 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 a guy or a girl. It's really all, all in your skill. Yeah. And I, I've been thinking too, like how, how would you feel about them combining it into one, just one competition? Because you know how right now it's separated between women and men, uh, mm -hmm. the formal competitions. Like do you think in the horizons it's possible to have a combined match for regardless of what gender you represent? Maybe that that would be fun. <laughs> I think that would be a fun thing to to try. Yeah, I'm actually excited to see that, Mike. Also, no, in the the world stage soon, men and women just being in one category, that would be nice. But yeah, um, Andrea, you're not new to international competitions, obviously. Uh, we'd like to know now, for comparison, what is the level of interest in archery uh, here in the country as compared to abroad? Um, there's quite a number of archers here too, yeah. like especially in the recurve, it's a lot more popular there. But um, like I know Malaysia, Thailand, it's, it's a big, there's a huge archery community there, and also yeah. in the states, it's it's really huge there in comparison. So I'm hoping yeah. that we can promote the sport. Hopefully, with this show, we can encourage more archers to, I mean, yeah. encourage more people to try archery. So that's good. really what we're trying to do here. Si kami ni Mike, we're ay nako goal talaga namin ni Mike to be able to try all these sports that we cover. Yeah. So archery will be on the list for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Also, we would like to ask. Uh, you competed in the Southeast Asian Games. Was it your first time last year? Yes, my first time. Yeah. So how was the experience like competing there? It was. This is really exciting because it, it's, it's always been a dream of mine to be in the national team and to compete in the Southeast Asian Games ever since I started archery. So to finally be able to achieve that was, wow. <laughs> yeah. And the, that's very interesting because uh, as you shared, Andrea, the parang you stumbled into this sport, not really mm -hmm. expecting much, <laughs> not even expecting to compete competitively. So that must have been a dream come true or, yeah. yeah. So you, you competed in your first SEA Games last year, and uh, joining you were also some very remarkable uh, men and women. Maybe you can uh, share us a little bit about the BH Archery team. Yeah, so in the in the uh, team at SEA Games, there was Jennifer Chan, who's an uh, Olympian. She competed yeah. in the 2000, uh, 2000 Sydney Olympics. Um, there's also... Uh, Paul De La Cruz, who's a who's a medalist at the uh, Asian Games, so and also his wife, uh, Rachel De La Cruz, yeah. who's also an Olympian for in London London Olympics. So I was with 
I was in good company. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like I was with veteran archers and that is that is a really cool experience to to have. How how would you say how would you describe being teammates with uh those archery veterans? Is there some sort of pressure or is it always helpful vibes lang every time? I think it's always helpful. Like they're always yeah. willing to help. They're always willing to like if you have any questions, they're always willing to share their knowledge. So I'm really yeah. lucky to have that team with me. Oh, that's so nice to hear. And it is clear that our archery team is very, very talented. Um, I recall that we won gold in 2013, me and Mar, and one silver and four bronze medals as well in 2017 in Malaysia, prior to the most recent SEA uh, Games, where your teammates Paul Martin and Rachel and de la Cruz won gold in the mixed compound category by beating Vietnam 148 to 147. Uh, this just comes to what archery is. It's tough. It's tough to win. So with that being said, what's one thing um, your coach, 1995 SEA Games World medalist, Clint Sayo, always remind you guys when you get into these competitions? Um, usually he, he just tells us to enjoy the, the game, not to like put too much pressure on ourselves, not to think about the outcome too much. Just focus on your game, focus on what you have to do, and everything will fall into place. Oh, that's nice. I, I, I can imagine because, like I've always been mentioning, when you enter competitions such as SEA Games, international competitions, there's a lot of pressure <laughs> riding on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. with other sports, coaches are like, oh, going to going yan, ganyan. But in archery, mm-hmm. it's nice to know that it's kind of chill in a way na, you know, you, your coach asks you to have fun, all that, but still yeah. bring home the bacon. So Yeah, because archery is... Mental sport aside from a mm-hmm. physical sport, so it's really important to keep that mental side, you know, chill and focused on Gosh, what you so have hard. to do. <laughs> like imagine if you're going through something and there's a lot clouding <laughs> your mind, and you have to focus on a target <laughs> during mm-hmm. archery. That that sounds hard, but that's mm-hmm. what makes you guys real athletes. <laughs> <laughs> so similarly, Andrea, um, when stepping on an international stage, like I mentioned, God, with all that that pressure and you know people watching you from all over the world, how do you condition your mind when uh, stepping onto that stage? Hmm. I think when I when I step onto that stage, it's re- I, I try not to mind. I try not to like look at the crowd around me and not the type to. I mean, I know I, I know some some athletes like get like feed off the energy from the crowd. Yeah. But for me personally, I try to um, keep like keep my focus on what I have to do. Yeah. And zone into myself. And yeah. 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 I, I read an article recently. You know that you said you um chose archery, but because you're also an introvert, ganyan. I feel super interesting talaga. Like, ako, I would personally want to try to uh, do a solo sport like archery just to be able to, I don't know, be by yourself, loner. But yeah, was that, was that a part of it? Was that a part of you deciding to to, to uh, go with archery? Uh, I think so. I think that's a big part of why I got interested in it so much because it's, yeah. it's, it's really a solo sport and you only focus on yourself. You don't have to think about what you're, what, what, what other people around you're doing, just all yeah. yourself. So I think that's what 
got me hooked onto it. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> but uh, also, um, how do, we've been talking about the interest level here locally, but how do you perceive the amount of support that you archers are actually getting nationally? Yeah, there's a lot of support. Like there's a, we had a nice crowd during Sea Games. It was like it is a mix of just fans, and there were also old archers, like former archers there. So the support is is good for for archery. Okay, that's great to know. Now, um, also, how often do you get to uh, compete abroad? Um, before well, bef- before this lockdown, like last year, we um, we had quite a few competitions. So in we had, in March we had uh, like twenty nineteen, we had a tournament in Bangkok in March, which is the Asia Cup, and then we had Asia Cup stage in Taipei this yeah. was in August I think and then we had Asia Cup stage 3 which is the Sea Games uh, Sea Games test event in Clark and uh, yeah we had the indoor World Series tournament and then we had the Sea Games so quite a quite a few tournaments and I am a bit curious um, considering what you're carrying is technically a weapon is it difficult to get through on uh, the airport? <laughs> not really, not really. They just ask you like, "Oh, what's inside your bag?" It's, it's a, it's a, it's a big bag. So you just say sports equipment, archery equipment. And, oh, okay. <sighs> well, some some people question like, when they see it through the X-ray, like, well, what's that? what's that? And you just say it, oh, it's for archery. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> the tip of the arrow really is a a blade, right? No, that it's for for target archery. It's like uh just a point, not really a a blade. Naganon, just. Nakatakot yung blade. I think that's used for hunting. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. See, that's why we do this because my reference majority of it are from movies. A good enough reference. Yeah. Not a good enough reference. Yeah, so you've been traveling a lot, and I'm sure it's one of the fun things about this career. But I'm sure the pandemic also affected your schedule too. Mm. How was it looking before everything shut down? Well, we were really excited to go on the tournaments we had set for this year. So, like we were we were set to go to the World Cup tournaments. Like the first one was in Guatemala in April, I think. But then we we were we were in lockdown starting March, so that didn't push through, and they eventually. Uh, announced that all the all the tournaments this year would be cancelled. So, yeah, <laughs> I think that happened to get to all the athletes. We were all yeah. just caught off guard, but yon that's why you guys keep training it. Eh? Because yeah, um, there's still, there's still yeah. something after this. Yeah, exactly. So you should be ready. So ang galing talaga ng discipline ng athletes. I will always look up to you guys. Um, but also early early this month, Mayon, when you ruled the World Archery Philippines virtual shoot um you were able to win over the phenomenal olympian jennifer chan and uh, first of all virtual competitions i cannot mm-hmm. imagine must be tough especially because well napadod ko kasi yung ano, competitions ni ej of vienna abroad and you have to have your own setup and there are also so many distractions like nung sayo ata was it rain strong rains when you did the competition yeah. so how was that yeah, like, so <laughs> Yeah, first virtual competition. 
Uh, that was actually the second one, but it was oh, the first one with a 50 meter distance. Because yeah, the first yeah. one we did the indoor distance, which is 18 meters. Yeah. So with the 50 meters, like the first issue was the Wi-Fi connection. Oh. So because we had to have a camera in front of the archer, and that another yeah. camera pointed at the target, which is 50 meters away. So yeah, yeah. I I had. Like the connection there was just not working. It kept turning turning off. So eventually they told me, okay, just because it was causing a delay in the tournament. Yeah. So they told me, okay, just turn that off. Keep the one in front of you on and then bring that with you as you retrieve yeah. your arrow score. So that was the first issue. And then like halfway through, it started raining really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so it became another challenge. Yeah. It's hard because you set up all of that by yourself, no? Yeah. And uh, do they give you, like, meron bang qualifications niya ng mga equipment na gagamitin, the cameras you use, or... No, no, man. Just, the, no, no, just man. your phone camera that can yeah. connect to the, okay. to the call. Yeah. Pero hassle pa din. Although that sounds fun, though, because you're gonna be competing with uh, people. Your setup, no? Meron kang yeah. ring light, nakalagay sa may... But yeah, also, second question about that uh, competition, Adrian. So you were able to win over your teammate, Jennifer Chan. How was that like, uh, playing or competing with her, rather? It was fun because we've competed against each other before. But this is the first time that we did it through uh, virtually through an online tournament. So it was a cool experience. And yeah, we, we tried to... We tried to do the tournament as normal as as we could. So yeah, it, it's it's I guess it's something that we have to get used to for now as a as a yeah. to keep everyone safe as as a new normal. So. Would have thought this is how yeah. sports are gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, but yeah, we're making it work. So that's awesome then, because yeah. you still have avenues for you guys to compete, even if it's mm-hmm. online. Um, also, Andrea, your mentors always have good words to say about you, and we have no doubt that you are indeed the future of Philippine archery. So, personally, what are your hopes for Philippine archery? Well, I hope we get to compete more, especially yeah. in world in world tournaments, because exposure is really important, especially for a sport like archery, with which is a like a me- the mental side of it is really yeah. a, a big part, so it's really important to have that exposure to know to 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 know how to handle certain situations. Yes, and so yeah, that's what I that's what I hope for for Philippine archery that we get to have more tournaments. Yeah, and and in order to achieve that too, we need to spread more awareness about the sport. Because it is an amazing sport. It is a lot of fun to watch and I'm sure to compete in. Uh, how do you think us can help in spreading more awareness? As in Filipinos in general. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I think just go try it out. Like, don't be afraid. I mean, th- th- there are a lot of um, archery ranges around Manila. And in the provinces, it's, 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 it's not really hard to find a good uh, range so i guess find someone who who can teach you and learn the basics and don't be afraid to try it out because you know there's there's no age limit there's no 
um, it's not like a sport like basketball and anything. You have uh, uh, the height requirement for it. There's there's yeah. nothing like that. You know what? Even like a big misconception about archery is that you have to have good eyesight, but yeah. you don't actually. Like there are archers who are actually who compete um, internationally who are actually partially blind. You know that. Yeah, it's really open to anybody. Yeah, well, that's so, nice. So, so we'll try it out. Yeah. Would you say there's really no physical advantage one could have to help excel in archery? Um, physical, like in terms of height or. Um, yeah, like those are non-factors here. No, not really. Feel good, like you want. Strength ng arm mo. <laughs> Mahina yung arm ko. Eh. And I feel like if I do archery, I'm not going to be able to do it repetitively in one day in how many hours. So, yeah. Uh, I can imagine yung ngawit just holding it up. Yeah, exactly. Time, that seems exhausting. Yeah, yeah, that's why training consistently is important because you get yeah. the, you get used to it as you do it more and more. Yeah. Muscle memory. Na. So, yeah, muscle memory. Are, you, are you the youngest in your in the national team right now? Or I used to be the youngest, but now there are younger archers. But uh, most of them are in the recurve side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So in the compound side, it's I'm compound side. I'm the second to the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in different ages, talaga. So <laughs> yeah, I should try it out. You should. Yeah. Like sure. make your school proud. Represent. Yeah. <laughs> you're an archer also. <laughs> Andrea, I think you're an archer. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, also, Andrea, speaking of the younger generation, uh, do you have any uh, words of advice for younger athletes, especially considering that you're an up-and-coming athlete also? Um, yeah, what would be your uh, advice to them? Mm. For me, I'd say just dream big and work hard because there's no limit to what you can do if you have the the love for it, the dedication for it, the commitment. There's nothing you can't do. Yeah. So, yeah. Commitment. You know, Andrea, yeah. uh, you, you talked about just the long hours you commit to this, how you were able to juggle this with school. And now with this and working with your dad, what keeps you going? What motivates you to work this hard? I think it's the like looking at the bigger picture that like, yeah, maybe we can't compete now, we can't travel now, but there's always there's always something more. There's I always try to think long term. Yeah. Now, after this, there's gonna be tournament and I wanna be ready. And I and to be ready, I have to keep training consistently. I still have to keep that that dedication. And I think, uh, I think for uh, for everyone, it's not like it. Nobody stays hundred percent motivated every single day. And what I I think what keeps you going is the discipline you you have. Yeah. Even when you don't feel like it, even when when it's a bad day, you still keep going because of that discipline you 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 have and that that long-term goal that you've set yeah the four <laughs> athletes we talked to now including you you know you've all been so successful in your field and one thing one thing they all have in common that they said is 
discipline is a requirement. Like they have to be disciplined and they are disciplined, which is why they're succeeding. And that's the exact reason why Issa and I will never be successful athletes. I don't think we have the <laughs> we have enough discipline to be good. <laughs> no, I really I know even waking up in the morning is so hard for me. Like waking up early in the morning. So that's why you know, as much as I want to be an athlete also, your discipline, your guys' discipline is just different. <laughs> it's it's nice and, and uh you, you mentioned how you gotta keep on training because you don't you never know when you're gonna be called. As an archer, mm-hmm. what would you consider as the epitome of uh, success in your sport? Like is mm-hmm. Yeah. Any particular competition that you want to overcome? Hmm. I think. Well, for now, since compound isn't isn't in the Olympics yet, I guess the biggest. Hmm. We're. But I definitely want to win a medal at the World Games and yeah. the World Championships. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so just recurve long in the Olympics, no, Andrea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been news that they're gonna, yeah. um, they're try- they're pushing for compound to be included. Yeah. So hopefully that happens soon. Did they mm. ever give an explanation as to why they haven't included it in yet? I think they just said that they're just too similar, recurve and compound. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe when they include it in the Olympics, they'll they'll change, they'll tweak yeah. them a bit. How, how it directed it. So, so that's yeah. one hope that we have for you guys, yeah. lalo na sa compound team also, that you get to compete in the Olympics one day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for um those who want to get into archery, Andrea, like mga bago lang talaga, where do we go? Like if I want to try it out after the, the quarantine, uh, you mentioned that there are places to go. Um, Would you recommend a place or... Is there any kind of training that we can do prior to trying out archery? Um, well, there yeah, there are ranges in there's a range in Mega Mall. It's uh, Gandiva Archery Range, and then where I started, it's in Mandaluyong Benel Archery. Okay, so those are good places to try it out first for beginners if you want to start if you want to learn how to do archery. And as for preparation, I guess try to work out like. Try to keep like prepare your back muscles for it because the back yeah. is the main thing you oh, use to draw no. your bow. So <laughs> I guess that's something you can do in the meantime while you while you can't go out. Yeah, that's one of the weakest parts of my body, but my back. So <laughs> <laughs> how do you train that, ba Andre? Do you have any tips to train your back? Um, because I train with a with a personal trainer, so mm. he gives me more specific exercises. So even until yeah. now, he sends me workouts that I can do at home. Yeah. And they're mostly like um, rows, pull ups, yeah, yeah. um, push press. So mostly yeah. uh, pulls and pushes. So. And core work. Core is really yeah. important. No. Heat up ng core. But yeah, of yeah. course, you know, as an athlete, you really have to stay disciplined physically and also mentally. Na rin. Um, yeah. but thanks for, for sharing that with us. Um, I'm sure a lot of people would like to go into archery as well. Um, even if not competitively, baka kahit na recreational lang or um, yeah. hobby. Yeah, so yeah. Mike and I will have to try that out ourselves as well <laughs> very yeah. soon. Yeah. I'm excited to fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yo, Andrea, on a lighter note, um, there's a lot of uh, representatives of archery, especially in the world of fiction. Who do you consider as the best fictional archer? And I guess aside from that, who is your favorite fictional archer? Hmm. I'm gonna go with Katniss. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was waiting for that. Katniss Everdeen. Yeah, because like that's the most that's a character I know the the best. Cause I cause I haven't seen Brave. I haven't oh. seen Brave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd go with Katniss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, nice to so know. When you uh, when you watch Hunger Games. Do they do they use the bow and arrow properly? Like, is it technically sound? I think so. I can't really say for sure because they're using a bare bow, and I'm not. I've I've never shot a bare bow. I'm not very knowledgeable about it. So I think I think so. It doesn't look totally like out of out of place. Yeah. So yeah, that's actually um the last question in the athletes' nook. But right now, before we close, Andrea, uh, we would like to ask, what's your message to your supporters or generally to Filipino fans? How would you urge them to uh, pay more attention to uh, the sport of archery? Um, I think just watch videos on YouTube to start with, since we can't really go out and watch actual tournaments. You can, there are a lot of videos like from World Archery, and they can get really exciting. So that's one thing. Yeah. Because every sport, yun nga, if we, I forgot if we mentioned na kanina, Andrea, but our goal here for the show talaga is to be able to cover as ma- as many sports as we can. And I feel that for any other sport that we're not familiar with, it will really help to just get started by just being curious enough to watch yeah. a video. Right? Yeah, a few minutes of a video. Yeah. So, yeah. yun. Um, yeah. So anyone uh, you want to give a shout out to as well, Andrea? Um. Uh, shout out to my to my parents for always being there to support me all throughout. Yeah. Um, also to my boyfriend. <laughs> so we haven't yeah. seen each other since since the lockdown started. So yeah, yeah. Hello to the parents and the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I hope you see each other soon. Yeah. Always has to remember that you are capable of hitting someone from a long distance. <laughs> He's, he's got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always remind him. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, thanks for joining us, Andrea. It has been an enlightening conversation. Um, I've learned a lot in the past one hour of talking to you. Um, we're so excited to learn more about this sport of archery. Actually, I came in this uh, interview without knowing anything about archery, especially the technicality. So thanks for sharing that with us. And yeah. yeah. Oh, before we end, I'd also want to know, I'm sure the audiences want to know also, Andrea, what's next for you? Um, uh, what is, yeah, the, the plans for next year when everything resumes? Hopefully, um, we can, once everything's over, we can start with the with a, with a Asia, Asia tournaments, like the Asia Cup, yeah. and then hopefully we can do the World Cup tournaments as well. And yeah. hopefully we can, I can do the Indoor World Series again. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully and- we can do those. We can't wait to watch you there. Um, speaking of, if, if, yeah, Mike. Uh, as for people who are interested, uh, where can they find you online too? Um, 
Instagram, just follow me, Drea Robles. And on Facebook, um, Andrea Robles. So. There. We're definitely going to stay connected so we can get updated about your future uh, competitions. But thanks again for your time today, Andrea. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for having me. Yeah, we hope to see you in person <laughs> soon. Yeah. 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 Thanks again. Bye, Andrea. Bye. There you go. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Andrea. Oh, yeah. my goodness. The Wi-Fi. Oh, my, I, <laughs> the Wi-Fi. But yeah, you know, I've been so interested to learn more about archery talaga, Mike. Because it's something also, as with some other sport, it's something that we always see already in like movies and shows. But we don't really know the technicalities. Like, it is represented a lot, but I don't think it's well represented enough. Yeah. Like the Especially, act of archery is always so yeah. present, but the sport itself definitely needs more attention too. And it's awesome we got such a perfect representative of it with Andrea. She's just awesome. Yeah, and you know, I was so excited to hear her story also because, uh, like we mentioned, she's very up and coming, very young. <laughs> um, and uh, we're so excited to see where um, fate brings her, yeah, <laughs> takes her rather um, in the sport of archery. So, yeah, you guys can also catch her episodes on Spotify, by the way, the Sports Nook PH. And always remember, too, parts of the episode will air on Q8105.1. So please make sure you're locked in there. Uh, this has been Mike Valera. And I am Isit Chong for the Sports Nook PH. I'll see you guys again next week. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody.